0: Welcome to the Leader to Leader podcast. I am your host, Susan Spears. Our guest today is Jenny Maston, president of Mayturn
1: Staffing. Ginny, welcome. Thank you for having me today.
0: It's awesome to have you. It's awesome to see you. I've seen you a couple of times recently. We had a, we had a chamber board retreat and I saw you out at a ribbon cutting that we did both socially distanced but in person, so it was really nice to actually see you again in person and not on Zoom.
1: That is correct. I do enjoy getting out of the office and no more virtual and ready for more in-person events.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, it's just terrific to have you here today. Uh, You're certainly um, a well-known leader in the Fredericksburg, Virginia community. Uh, You've been out and about with your company for a while, and you've certainly left an impression on anybody who's actively engaged with the business community. I would call you a quiet but forceful leader. Now, how would you describe your leadership style?
1: Um, That would be correct. I feel that I'm uh, transformational. Okay. Um, so I feel that I have a a, a vision, uh, so I have a pace and uh, kind of setting from there.
0: Yeah, so tell me a little more about your vision.
1: Um, so my vision with, um, with any kind of business or anything I do in life, I kind of want to make sure I have the whole vision, the whole picture. Um, and once I have that picture, what I want to do is kind of start picking one thing at a time. I think in the beginning of the business, I was trying, you try to do so much at once and you get overwhelmed. So I think with the vision of what I want to do is uh, continue to grow and continue to be involved in the community.
0: Okay, so your vision definitely uh, has the word community in it, as well as getting all those steps straight in the business. That's a lot to take on. Now, how how long have you been with Mayturn Staffing?
1: Uh, so, Matern Staffing, uh, since 2017, uh, it has a little bit of a long history in the Fredericksburg region. Um, it's third-generation women-owned. Uh, my grandmother kind of started it, um, and then my mom, uh, you know, did the day-to-day. Um, unfortunately, my mom passed in 2015. Um, so in 2015, there was a little hiccup in the business, um, but we were able to kind of pull it together and uh, open, uh, close one door and open another door.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's a great story. Three generations of women leaders.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and and so that's that's pretty impressive. Um, okay, so you you started into this in 2017, and you had your vision. And how quickly were you able to also get engaged in the community?
1: Uh, um, I would say from basically day one, um, we started to. I, I think once you live and work in your community, you realize how important it is to kind of give back. Um, so from day one and feedback that I've heard from workers, employees, um, other community leaders, the biggest thing is giving back to your, your community. So I think from day one, uh, we, I had a goal and we were able to exceed that goal at the end of that 2017. So each year we increase that goal. Um, and continue to, you know, either serve our time or, um, you know, give back in any way that we possibly can.
0: Awesome. When you're serving in the community, it can sometimes be different than that (laughs) work, you know, like almost like two different people. Okay, I'm on a committee here and at work I'm like the the head honcher or whatever. Do you shift your style or do you, you know, how do you feel that you're different or that you may see things differently when you're in one role or the other?
1: Um, I feel that I'm more reserved at work Um, and of course when I'm out in the community or if I'm out volunteering I I, I feel that I'm more outgoing and don't always have to worry with other things because it's you're out in the community and it's kind of kind of gives you some sort of sense of joy.
0: Okay now that's interesting too that you said joy. Joy is a big word that's come up a lot as I've been doing these interviews. Uh, Joy is just important right in our days Um, and so to hear you say that having that adding that component to your life brings you joy great good for you thank you good for you Jenny um, let's let's think about who has really inspired that journey for you has there been a particular leader or two who has you know their leadership style has left a great impression on you and why
1: um yeah I would say there's probably two um, that I can think of off the top of my head uh, one would be my grandmother um, unfortunately she is no longer with us but it started out at an early age where she kind of tried to guide you when you're in that teenage years and early adulthood, and you know, for sometimes I think when you're in that teenage years, you don't really understand it until you get older. Um, so she really kind of guided me through college, through high school, um, showed us what it was to be a true a true leader. Um, I, we always said she was the matriarch of the family. Um, and looking back on it now she would be she's somebody i inspire to be of course
0: mm-hmm. okay and you, you said there was two oh yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there is um an hr director here locally okay. um and we've known each other since 2016. Um, when i first met him um i was like oh he is going to be difficult um and so uh but we kind of continued a a a working relationship and a friendship as well i mean he has mentored me guided me uh, through these years Um, he's always been honest and given me great great advice over the years even if I didn't want to hear it
0: right right isn't it funny how sometimes we think oh they're they're difficult or maybe I'm a little scared of that person or personality and then it turns out those are the closest ones right
1: yeah it's it's crazy how it works out because I always tell everybody that story and I'm like well once you meet him I said don't don't let that throw you off. The first time I said, I promise you, he's he's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly.
0: Yeah, sometimes when people are super straightforward, it's a little off-putting for people, right? It can be. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you think of him and think of your grandma and folks that gave you advice along your path, um, what advice would you give to somebody who's new in their leadership journey?
1: Oh gosh, I would say try and uh, find a mentor, find a coach to kind of Help you get through that because there's going to be so many successes, there's going to be so many failures, and you really truly need somebody who is going to be that voice of reason for you. Um, to kind of help you get through that Um, and you don't want it to be somebody that's you know in your organization or a family it could be a family member but I do think you need that outside voice to kind of help you get through that Um, because I I honestly have had many successes and many many failures um, and I do kind of turn you know to your to a mentor or a coach to kind of help you get through that
0: yeah and you said find them so you can't kind of be shy about that. It's sort of seek out those people if it hasn't if it hasn't occurred organically. Let's say um, people are flattered, don't you think, to be asked, "Hey, can, can you can you spend a little time with me and help me along?"
1: Uh, yeah i think it's it's a it's a big thing i mean i to be honest with you when i first started uh, turn staffing i was hesitant with asking for help but i do realize now the more things go on the more you grow um, the more help you truly do need to ask for and i've never had anybody turn me down
0: yeah yeah one of my early mentors i've mentioned here before is a gentleman named ted Hans, um, who's here locally um, in our community he's a retired navy captain and he's super awesome, and I've known him for a lot of my adult life and um he certainly mentored me, and I remember specifically one time him telling me, um, once I've invested in someone uh I'm there he's I'm there for the rest of their journey because I've spent the time investing in them, so I want them to be successful, mm-hmm. you know so yeah. um uh that's something to think about as as newer leaders, I guess go out and ask for that assistance to know that they they want to help and make that difference in somebody's life yeah Yeah. and along those lines so do you think anyone can be a leader or learn how to be a leader
1: oh yeah i definitely think anybody can be a leader i think some can develop being a leader early on um, in life Um, some of us can be late bloomers Um, i think as long as you're given if you're willing to put in the work if you're willing to learn Um, If you're willing to grow, I think anybody can be a leader.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, I'm going to turn the spotlight to you. When did you first recognize or acknowledge that you can be a leader?
1: Um, I would say I kind of, uh, through high school, I kind of stayed behind the line. Um, But when I left for college, I... Went to a smaller college, um, but I also played sports my whole entire life, so I played soccer and lacrosse in college, and towards my junior my junior year, um, you know, I was voted captain for soccer and lacrosse um, both years, and I think that's when you start to realize, oh, so these are your teammates, your teammates are choosing you to be the leader. They, um, when you're being picked to be three on three, or um, they're picking your name first, I think I had some hiccups in the, lead, in the leader during being a captain at a younger age, um, but I think, I think you learn from that, but I think that's when I realized, like, you know, I need to make sure that I'm showing them, you know, how to lead, uh, how to lose gracefully, how to win gracefully.
0: Mm, those are early lessons you picked up. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, very early on.
0: What is the one characteristic you believe every leader should possess?
1: Um, I think the one characteristic would be integrity, because I think integrity kind of uh, pulls everything together uh, and it kind of gives like a good foundation of uh, the person you are and even the business that you're starting or continuing growing. Um, I think it's a good foundation.
0: Right, right. Gosh, so much good stuff to unpack here, Jenny. I love it. I love it. And I like how when you talk about being a leader at such a young age, you already started thinking it through about this works some and that doesn't work some. Sometimes it takes people longer, so good for you that you started to see that. Uh, Self awareness is a big a big piece in uh, in a leadership journey, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you clearly have that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I love how you also said, "Gosh, I've had some failures along the way." Do you do you feel like you? When you think of the failures versus the wins, let's say, where do you? Where, what's been the most um, impactful for you? You know, did you learn a lot from those failures?
1: I think uh, when you do fail, if it's personal or professional in life, I think you you learn you learn as much as you possibly can, and you always say, you know what? I always tell my team is like, you know what? You know what? It's a failure, but. It's a good learning curve, too, because then the next time it's like you you realize where you need to go and where you can, um, what you need to change.
0: Yeah, get that resolve going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so looking at kind of today and your current, like, role and so forth, what what's the hardest part for you now as the leader that you are today?
1: I think the hardest thing is... Being in the spotlight at all times, you always have to be on, and I, oh, and sometimes I feel like you can't really have that bad day. You can't come into the office and be moody. You can't um, show disappointment. I think you truly have to, because if you come into that office it, and you're, you, you're setting the tone for everybody, basically. And so if you're setting that tone and it makes, and then I think it's just a chain reaction, then people kind of vibe off of that
0: right right um at the same time though um you're probably transparent though if there's something maybe that's causing that vibe but that you need to share Mm
1: -hmm. so I do and I do share I'm pretty honest with my staff and say hey guys this is what's going on today um I just wanted to give everybody a heads up um and, and they're honest about it too and I always tell them you know what if you're having a bad day or if you're something is not going on correct in your life, or, you know, our business is tough. The staffing industry is tough. It's, uh, you know, P- we thrive, our business thrives off of, you know, placing people in the community. And sometimes, you know, those people can disappoint you. Um, and so sometimes it's where you're, you're getting 10 clients calling a day over, you know, employee problems. It, it does wear on that person. And so I can recognize that and say, you, you need to step away. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good to have that empathy. That's a huge quality that uh, folks really appreciate in the workforce.
1: They do. They do. Um, it, and, it, and it can be hard. It can be um, you're trying to listen to all voices. And then you also have something maybe going on with you that you don't want to share mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to be empathetic for, for everybody.
0: Looking at your journey to, to now, what are you most proud of?
1: Um, I'm most proud of how everything has started with um, Matern Staffing and where we're going and and how we've grown over the years. And I just, I enjoy it. I'm, you know, I have a passion for hard work and, you know, being dedicated to it. Um, I have a great team. um, So I'm proud of that. And I'm proud of my team. um, And I'm proud of the community that we live in. Mm.
0: Very nice. Thank you. Do you
1: have a favorite motto? (laughs) I do. So I do have two um, mottos that I normally kind of um, go off of. Um, One is um, she used to be, I don't think she's the CEO of IBM anymore, but her name's Jenny too. And hers is, I learned to take on things I've never done before. Growth and comfort do not coexist. And then the other one, um, I'm familiar with David Goggins. Uh, uh, He used to be a Navy SEAL. And he always says nobody cares what you did yesterday. What have you done today to better yourself?
0: Oh, those are really
1: good. <laughs> I love it.
0: I'm not surprised from you that they would they would just both be pretty profound actually. Yeah. We're right here winding down our interview. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today?
1: Um n- you know, if you're thinking about going into a leadership role is if you're starting a business or if you're in a leadership role with a current, uh, a current company and um, you're kind of stuck in that, um, in between needing that help, I advise you to ask for help.
0: Awesome. Ask for help. Do it. Ask now. Ask today. Right away. Right, Jenny? Right away. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's great. Well, it's been terrific spending time with you here today. Uh, Thank you for being our guest. Um, And we have been with Jenny Mastin, who's the president of Mayturn Staffing on today's Leader to Leader podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: Thank you.